Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If you want to be my friend, you better go and get up in. And maybe we can keep in touch like we did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. You're listening to Pen Pals with Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Van Scoville. I agree. Are you not going to open your eyes the whole episode? I'm trying to oh, see. Oh, I'm going to do it too now. I'm trying to see what it would feel like for the listener because I don't have any of the cues I get from you. Yep. And you aren't getting any of the cues from me. Do you think... Do it does th- feel comfortable to have our eyes closed. It, do- it really does, actually. It feels like there's less pressure for some reason. Also, I feel like I could fight crime. Do you huh. think that we could sarge each other with yeah. our eyes closed? Yeah, and I think we'd get pretty close to getting it right. I think we would, too. You want to try it? Are we saying when? or? <laughs> I feel like this, pen- this is acceptable. Sergeant. Sergeant. It oh, does man. change the pace, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's essentially us wa- like walking into a hotel room and we don't know where the light switch is. You know, I think it'd be fun if you can do it safely, listener. The letter? Why don't you also close your eyes? And now, yeah. you, listener, as an individual, means that the three of us are now closing our eyes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that feel like we're weirdly connected? It kind of does. Like the, your eyes are closed out there, are wherever the fuck closed? you are. Probably in your brand new Jaguar. <laughs> My perception of who listens to the show. Probably just bought a new Lamborghini. And you're sitting there listening who to Pin Pals. to our show drives a Lamborghini? <clears throat> no. Not a one? Not even one. Mm. Range Rover? Yep. Okay. I bet we got some Range Rovers. Yeah, but we got a couple of Range Rovers too. Well, actually, I do know. We have one for sure. You're talking about mine. <laughs> Do no. you like Range Rovers? I could care less. 
I couldn't oh. care less. Oh, well, how much, how how much, much more or less could you, could you care? care? You got me. <laughs> I and that's the kind of fun we have on this show. <laughs> I could not care less. Do you care about them? What? Range Rovers, Land Rovers, Com- Command Rovers, whatever the third one's called. Command Rovers? Yeah, there's a third one. Oh. Do you care? No, right? Land Rovers, Range Rovers. What's the third one? It's like Command or something. A commandeer or like commandeer rovers? It's I swear. We are much slower with our eyes closed. What do you yeah, think that's about? Oh, what hey, was that? Okay, hey, hey, whoa, hey, hey man. Okay. I'm over All right. This is not about space, Daniel. Did you do you don't you think we're slower? Look, I gotta confess, I opened my eyes several times. You oh. I just want to see what you looked like. And you look exactly like you've Bradley, always looked, Daniel. Bradley Cooper? Daniel from hey. top to bottom. <laughs> hey, I just want to conduct this orchestra for you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> A right. maestro is born? Is that what that is? Yes. <laughs> Let's do that parody. Yeah. Some A maestro sort of, is born. Yes. Uh, the nose joke still works. Right? A maestro is born over. <laughs> Okay, do you want um, you ready? Take a break? You ready? To take a break? Yes, are you ready to take a break? I haven't opened my eyes. All right, after the break, Daniel's going to open his eyes, okay. and then we're going to uh, get, get into it. So uh, we'll see you momentarily. Okay. Snag a job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. 
Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. Let's go! Go to Me or you? You pick. You pick. Do you want to go first or second? You pick. I'll go. And you, you could do the other letter too. Whatever you want. This looks great. This looks great. I don't know how to open it. Should already oh, be open. It's open. <laughs> Everything. It's vividly bright in here. Well, you had your eyes closed for a while. This is very professional, right? This is what you think people got during the war, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which war? Who knows? There's always a war. My dearest to have Never not a war. War, 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 war. Oh my gosh. They did it. They just they let us fill it in. What does it say? Blank, blank plus blank. Okay. I'll go high road. Rory and Daniel. I will let whoever reads this insert their name first. Smart. Very smart. I hope you and your families are doing well. I am a longtime penny and fan of you both. I work in financial services for a large consulting firm and can basically live anywhere in the U.S. as long as I am right. near a major airport. There are a lot of fun things that come with living in the city, but ultimately I want to settle in a small town. However, I think urban sprawl and job availability are making it increasingly challenging for small towns to thrive. For example, both of my parents grew up in rural farming and ranching communities that at the time were similar environments. My mom is from Katy, Texas, Yep, which has now been uh, absorbed suburbanized i guess as it has been absorbed by houston when we go back we'll drive by strip malls and giant parking lots of big box stores and she'll say they used this used to all be rice fields my dad is from haskell texas where the closest major city is fort worth which is still two and a half hours away we'll drive through the courthouse square and he'll reminisce about when all the shops were busy and had decorative font front windows compared to now where it seems like every corner has a vacant failed business and every other house is condemned and falling apart in what used to be a nice neighborhood. It's still a nice community, but less and less people are choosing to move there if they aren't already from there. An example of an ideal small town environment, a few years ago I was traveling to Green Bay, Wisconsin for work, and I was so impressed at how it was able to maintain its small town charm while also being able to support an entire NFL franchise. Truly amazing. What is the secret? Also, oh my god, Midwest nice puts southern hospitality to shame. To give Daniel that win! Oh, I think that's said tongue-in-cheek. Because this Midwest nice actually being a asshole. No, it's that's what I always thought. Like somebody's like they're Midwest nice. It's like they pretend to be nice and they're a dick. No, it's real. Okay, that's real. You know what? If you guys say so, that sounds great. <laughs> oh, it seems like you're doing it. God, I want to talk to you about the weather right now, but well, I was put to shame. I do enjoy talking about that weather. What are your thoughts slash predictions on the future of small town America? And how have you seen Rochelle and Greenville throughout your lifetime? How have you seen them change throughout your lifetime? I am seeing Rory June 10th in Dallas. Well, this is an old one. Uh, because uh, not only are we talking about June 10th of 2023, but also that show uh, was moved to November. 
I am seeing Roy June 10th in Dallas and hope to give him slash his tour manager this letter. F2F, but subject to change. If our paths don't cross, I will mail it. I'm sure the show was still an RRGT, and you can know that I grew the show shoe by inviting my friends. Thanks for coming to Texas. In Zool, we trust. Mm. Love, Shannon. P.S. Daniel, my favorite cake is also German chocolate. I also have never had a Big Mac or a Whopper. You've had a Big Mac. I have a bite. Not sure if that is still true for you. When is what? And my favorite movie is also Stand By Me. If I ever get married slash have a wedding, I want to walk down the aisle to Florence and the Machines version of the song. What is that? It's their cover of Stand By Me, I guess. Oh. Thanks for reading. I wish you well. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Ding, ding, dong, ding. (laughs) Nice. Um, I mean, I think of Green Bay as a big city. That's uh, because you're from Rochelle. Exactly. <laughs> when they were like, it keeps its small town charm. I'm like, Green Bay? Yeah. You mean Green Bay? You mean Paris, France of Wisconsin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like they have a Buffalo Wild Wings. They're not a small town. Is that the defining factor for you? Stuff like that, I would go. Chains? Um Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's pretty depressing, and it's kind. Of, I mean, it is what it is, and it does make you wonder what will the ultimate outcome be. Because, quite frankly, a lot of people can't afford to live in big cities more and more. So mm-hmm. it's more and more the case because this the housing market just isn't sustainable to a majority. Of people, it's like way too much. Like headed for another housing crash, then more than likely. Because who's buying these houses? I think we're heading towards many crashes. uh, Probably. Oh yeah, you and Langston were both like many different things. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I don't know what will happen to. I I don't know what happens. I mean, already the the charm of so many places in this country has been eaten up by uh, corporate entities i guess i mean you know there the, there was a time when uh you uh, places used to have identifying uh, personalities a, a city a town whatever and now a lot of places have the same restaurants mm-hmm. which doesn't distinguish any kind of difference and they have the best buys and they have all these things and I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on chain stuff like i like chain stuff i go to chain restaurants and shop at chain stores but it it does say something when in these kinds of stories, these kinds of small towns, when the Best Buy moves to town, well, then the Carl's Electronics probably fucking is on its way out, and it's dead. And the sad thing is Carl probably grew up in that town and pays taxes in that town and financially helps support the economy of that town and personally knows customers and the people of that town and the vibe and the energy and the the tradition and the culture of that town and Best Buy is owned by someone who, you know, fucking lives in, I don't know, Beverly Hills. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's like, they don't have, they don't care. They don't care about the town. It's similar to, you know, everyone feels that Walmart is so blue collar and the pride of America, but it's one of the most villainous companies in all of our <laughs> country. It killed, it killed Rochelle's economy. It's killed every local economy. local economy. And also, 
for anyone who's listening to this who pays federal taxes, you help sustain all of their employees having any kind of wages. A massive percentage of the employees that work at Walmart are on federal uh, aid, like assistance, and you pay for that. And Walmart uh, is making record profits like all companies are, uh, and all they have to do is say prices are up because of inflation, but really production prices are down and they're price gouging people. Um, which is just the truth. That's not a debate. I'm not saying something that's like politically, <laughs> you like Biden. I'm just telling you the truth that mm-hmm. the inflation is not causing the issues right now. But that the thing I just described to you is, in my opinion, what is killing these small towns. Now, granted, I am saying that to Shannon, and she is a financial consultant. She probably could reply to this and go, here are the details of what you just described that are incorrect. But also, I have a feeling she would write back and go, no, you're pretty on target. Right. You're not hitting the target, but you are, you're getting enough points to where Daniel's now drunk enough off uh, enough whiskey and ginger ale that he's not noticing that you have not hit the bullseye, but you've said that you have. Well, I, think <laughs> I, think, I think you've gotten there. I think you've gotten there. I mean, I remember... Well, luckily, we were playing on electronic darts, so there's <laughs> no cheating. I, I think, like... I remember being a child in Rochelle, and I, if I had to guess from my little childhood perspective, and what I know existed and now doesn't, but completely making these numbers up, that the like homegrown local economy, like ma and pa shops, like your Spurgeons and your Konauer Shoes and all these other places, pr- probably made up like, I don't know, 80, 90% of the local economy that was like, in living in town, working in town, putting money back into town, people who lived in the town, worked in the town, spent money at those places. And I would guess now it's maybe 2%, 3%. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like Walmart killed all those yeah. businesses. Killed them all. Yeah, I don't think anything changes until people... One, my cousins uh, have one, Midwestern Clothing Company. My cousins yeah. have a little uh, retail shop in Rochelle, and God bless them. I think they kind of definitely had to find that niche of, like, this is Midwestern Clothing, and it's here from Rochelle, Illinois. Yeah. And so it kind of plays into that. And, uh, certainly with online, they can sell things as well. Yeah. But, I mean, it, without them, I don't know that I would know of one at all. And without them, I don't know that there'd be one. Yeah. It's... it's it, but like when you were at the cabin, there there used to be a Subway restaurant in town, and then that went away last year. Yeah. So other than Quick Trip and the other gas station, I don't think there's any chain in town. Yeah. It's almost like the more remote you are, the better off your local economy is going to be. You or, hope, or you hope if people stay there, yes. there has to be work. Because though. the thing about Rochelle is we are 20 to 25 miles south of Rockford, Illinois, which is a very big city in Illinois. Yeah. And then we are an hour and 15 <clears throat> minutes west of Chicago. Yeah. So, which means we're only 40, 45 minutes west of the suburbs. Yeah. So we are. And DeKalb, where Northern Illinois University is, is only 15 minutes in between us and Chicago. So in terms of like Christmas shopping, going to the movies, going out for dinner, all that stuff is a short little date night drive away. Yeah. And there are other towns that like we played in high school and stuff that are just another like 20 minutes, 30 minutes further. Yeah. And they still have a lot of local business. Yeah. Because... 
the difference between somebody going like, do you want to drive 25 minutes or do you want to drive 55? They'll stay in town. Yeah. Whereas 25 minutes, 15 minutes to go to DeKalb. Like, they're going to leave. We There was a movie theater when I was in high school. There's no movie theater in Rochelle anymore. Yeah. It's 10,000 people. There's enough to support a movie theater. Yeah. They just, everybody goes somewhere well, else. you worked there. I did work there. That's right. You have a lot of drama. There's a little fine dining restaurant. It closed called, because of the drama. It, you have no idea. The... There was a little fine dining restaurant in town called The Beacon. That's now the New China Buffet. Yeah. There's no, like, you can't get it's a It's always nice a little, New China. Well, because there there's another China Buffet. You could literally hit a rock with the other one, and I have So New China, it. you can throw there's it at old. There's a China old Buffet, China. and then China Buffet, and New China Buffet. Buffet. Yep. Interesting. But they're, they're just, they're gone, man. <clears throat> it's it will cool. Be, you know, it, everybody gets excited when Top, Taco Bell comes to town and Jimmy John's comes to town. It's and, not good. But it, it you're, you're killing something, although you're, there is great. Local mom and pop Mexican restaurants. You do hope shop. the local stuff can sustain, but also again, like all these places, like they people have to have work and they have to be able to have jobs that they can buy houses and 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 build their lives off of, and and you know, the technology can change all that. I mean, we're living on the precipice of massive change that will be occurring. You know. Over the next five years, uh, in, our, our, in terms of artificial intelligence, oh, our yeah. world is not going to look the same in, in five years in, in massively different ways across the board. And right now, I think a lot of people, us included, are sitting here in a space of, well, what, what will we be able to do? What, what, what can we have that we can sustain, you know? Uh, do you think stand-up could be our best bet? I don't know because people, <laughs> people can't still come to see it. They still if they love can afford that. to, if they have a job, sure. if they can pay for it. But you know, there That's is obvious. the uh, there's that podcast that is run by AI, which is an AI personality. Was it Ben Pals? Uh, I don't remember what the name is, but Will Sasso and another person are like co-hosts of it with an AI thing. Oh, really? And the AI thing made a fake George Carlin oh yeah special yeah and when you listen to it i i personally don't think it actually audibly sounds like George Carlin which is the strangest part to me cuz you think that would be exact no cuz he had to input his own yeah voice but the actual performance of it is I is funny and yeah. it does have all the, the little nuance things but i mean it's got all those little yeah. things in it where you go well if no one announced to people and just put this on the internet and you didn't say George Carlin, people would just assume they were listening to a comic Same. and they would be getting laughs. It's not like the... Yeah, if you put it on Sirius XM... Because a lot of people just... go, well, the AI, the writing, they don't understand the joke. It's like, yeah, For well, now. it's day one. Right. It's not day one now, which right. the scary part is... Show me your first flip phone and show me the one you have now. Yeah, the scary the, part is the it's also not like, I think now, now, now it's year one. So you go, oh, what we thought, they couldn't write scripts, AI. I'm not going to say they because I don't even know what that is. But couldn't write scripts or can't do stand-up or can't do things. They can. They, they, the AI teaches itself to do it, and there's no way around it. It is massively more efficient and proficient than we will ever. It's not in our nature to be able to do what AI can do. It is in but our nature might, might solve, to have strangely... But it might cure cancer in a day. Well, that's the thing. It's it's in our nature to have created this thing. But now, like all things, like everything on this planet, it can go good or it can go bad. It isn't predestined to be one way or the other. However, who is going to use it 
and for what? Mm -hmm. And seldom do people with good intentions get to be the ones in charge. Sure. Across the board, look at the leaders of every single country, look at the cabinets of every single government, look at the richest people across the board. They're not it's, they're, overwhelming. Do you understand when someone great. goes, hey, LeBron James has X amount of money. He built a school and feeds all the children. And we all go, that's incredible. What a great person. The reality is that should be. That almost should be standard. It should be standard that someone like Jeff Bezos has put a new hospital and a new school and ended poverty in every single city, at least in our country, however, could do it globally. It should be the standard that that has occurred, but it hasn't. And it hasn't happened because usually the person who somehow succeeded to get to $1 trillion didn't do it because they were a nice, compassionate person. Sure. And we have allowed it to happen that people can get to $1 trillion as opposed to perceiving it that, oh, well, everyone should be allowed to. It's a free market. It isn't because when you let someone do it, they then become in charge of the market and they close all the fucking doors and windows. Right. <laughs> they don't go, yeah, it is a free market. We can all do it. Every single person with massive amounts of money is currently in charge of all of the things. Well, I was going to ask you this. To, to, forgive <laughs> so, me if this seems stupid. Well, to this point, to okay. bring it all back, there is a world where you go, will AI go the way of, you know, oh, well, the, what, what, what would you like me to do? What, how would you like it done? What would you like these things to be? Or will it, will, will it go, oh, no, this is the structure of this person. Oh, I can point out all the things that are wrong. Hey, AI, what could we do to combat climate change? What are we doing wrong? The, actually... Here are the 10 things you have to change by this date and you can survive. Would we do it? Would would it give us that information? Would we be privy to <laughs> that information? It's but we've seen it's confusing because like we don't really know horror what movies where the AI goes, "Well, it's in your best interest. I can't let you yeah. keep doing that." But that's better and for then, a movie. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying, yeah. What well, who do you who has control over that and right. what do you give it control of? Yes. My question I was for you is, I've always kind of thought of capitalism like this that when you start out Right. So let's call it, let's just round it out to like 1800, right? 1850, whatever. When you start out, everything's all spread out. It's like the bottom of a pyramid. And so your people in New York, your people in California, your people in Florida, your people in, in Washington, right? And everything in between is all these little businesses and, and everybody's trying to like make their money. It's the bottom, it's the base of a pyramid. And then as capitalism goes on, since it's about making more money, and uh, competition uh, makes better prices, but also get rid of your competition, right? Mm, yes. So then eventually the people in Florida have taken over everybody else in Florida and they're the number one car dealership in Florida. And now they're the number one car dealership in Washington and New York and California, right? So now it's kind of gone up a little bit because you ate up some of the people around it. And then over time, you just keep eating up yeah. everything around it to where you get to where there are- Monopoly three movie studios there are four airlines and it just keeps yeah. going and you almost i don't wish this ill will on any of our pen pals or anyone in this room but you almost have to have a reset like what happened in uh 1930 with the great depression where everything falls yeah. and spreads all the way back out again yeah and now 
who's going to be the mechanic in this town? Yeah. Who's going to be the mechanic in this town? Because the guy who owned all these mechanic shops, he lost all his money in the stock market or, or people couldn't pay their car bills anymore, whatever it is. And so everything fell down and yeah. then you get to slowly build it back up. Like yeah. there, I've read, I'm not saying these people are smart or right, but I've read things where people are like, what happened when we saved the banks in 2008 is we didn't allow this massive reset that we had put ourselves in to happen. So we just bought ourselves more time on yeah. it getting more and more top heavy until it eventually fucking yeah. falls down well, and we spreads out again. And then you build it, build it, build we it. We financially alleviated a lot of corporations under the assumption like, well, the, all of these people work for these companies, so you've got to help them. But, you know, these, these airlines that got, you know, uh, saved bailout money mm -hmm. a lot of them still fired a lot of employees while be, having been given great, the money to not have it was to a do that you had the excuse exactly. to cut it all and you had the ability to get the money yes and and everybody it's so funny to me that people's like in their anti-socialism things can interpret that as socialism where it's like I'm not saying that's bad. Like, oh, we ha we gave a bunch of money to these corporations to try to keep them afloat so that people could still have jobs. Like, yeah, okay, well, they still fired those people. So what if you just gave the money to those people and you didn't give it to the companies that clearly don't give a fuck about those people? Like, you've put you've created a, an a, an environment where people don't have to be accountable and they don't have to operate from any place of. Uh, compassion. It is like, hey, are you compassionate? Do you have empathy? Well, then we can't let you be in charge. And that is the problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the problem and is that all... there's no one leading that comes from a place of, well, I'm leading because I actually care. It's people going, well, I'm leading because I'd like to be the most powerful, richest person. And that is the problem. And, it, and to go back to this, I think that's what, that's what, that's how it ties into small towns. Because when you get the big new Walmart or the big new dealership that takes those other things out, you, you're, you are decentralizing what happens here for yeah. the sake of something bigger that just kind of casts its shadow. Yeah. And then as a, a and the city is coming out farther because all those companies want to expand, expand. Yeah. They need bigger spaces and they need new locations and there are people there. Yeah. But it doesn't like serve the yeah. people i will say for everybody that and i don't think they listen to this show but something to think about is that all of these rural locations and places that are in the middle of nowhere that statistically for the most part are oftentimes very conservative uh and have a pride pride about that um and 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 some of them that have like a hate towards a liberal mindset i don't think they realize the shakeup that is going to happen in this country because no one can afford to live in the cities is that it's about to be massive amounts of mixing up all of these districts and places are suddenly about to be well, I don't know. It used to be red. Now it's definitely purple because so many people from X city We're had to here. move here because yeah. this is the only place they could afford to live. And yeah. they might have different politics than you. Now, what would you do if you're a conservative and you know that's about to happen, which will more than likely eliminate your power going forward? You would try to instill some sort of a dictator to where that can't happen. <laughs> And I'm here listening. we are, folks. Election year 2024. Oh, let's not do that yet. Oh, man. We're so close to it. I can't I wait. Can, uh, we're going to lose a certain number of people up. again. I just want to read Shannon, thank you for this inspired and incredible conversation, which I hope continues with all of our listeners and creates deep thought and stuff to think about and stuff to voice. Uh, we and wish you well. Okay. Sincerely, your pen pals. Roy Scovel. And I'm Daniel Van Kirk.
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. And we're back, folks. Plugs and hugs. Go to DanielVanKirk.com. Green Ivy just did a whole revamp. He's got dates coming up. He's going to be in Wisconsin in May. He's going to be in D.C. late April. His special, Rose Gold, comes out April April 17th. So you're going to want to check that out. And they may do something for it. We're still trying to think about it. But over at RoryScoville.com. Guys, ugh. The 22nd. Of Over Feb on, on this Max. month. Wait, tomorrow? See. What is today? The 21st. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'm going to be on. Actually, folks, if you're listening to this right now and it's early on the 22nd, I am on Jimmy Kimmel tonight. So watch it. Fun. Yes. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. I'm supposedly on with Robert Downey Jr. Panel? and Killian Murphy. So don't just watch their segment and then turn it off. Watch the whole show. RDJ and Killian? RDJ and CM. Are you doing panel or stand-up or both? Panel. Nice. They're gonna take off. A listers take off. <laughs> they get out of there. I hope everybody watches that. I'm gonna watch it. I hope people watch it. It's gonna be fun. Uh, and then uh, yeah, the special deal. comes out tomorrow, 22nd February. Max, watch it. And if you're gonna watch it, and you're like, you actually are like, you're not watching it because I'm just hyping it. You legitimately like want to watch it. Uh, and Daniel will tell you the same thing when his comes out in two months. Uh, tell as many people as you can to watch it mm-hmm. because the numbers fucking matter. Tell everybody the So title if you watch it. it and you go, I actually like this, 
like this show where we need you to grow the show for us uh, more than we can do. Yeah. We need you to do that with our other things too. So if you are like, I've been listening to you guys for years, it obviously means you like us and you like this show. It obviously means you probably like our stand-up. And you hyping our stand-up to as many new people as possible so that those numbers go up with these streamers uh, matters more than I can ever possibly even explain in the amount of time we Feel have. Feel free to tag Max when you tag go them. online. If you post, you, you go, I fucking it. loved it. Tag them. Tag yeah, us. It, really it helps. It really helps so much. What's the title of your special? The title is Religion, Sex, and a Few Things in Between. And it is out tomorrow that's so great Roar. so fun guys so fun shall we let's go to the second ladder like a dying cat okay here we go okay damn it all okay I like that a lot that get your third eye open a little bit (laughs) it's open right now is that what that is supposed to be I mean, that's where the third eye is located. Amateur art by me. Hope you enjoy, Emily. They drew that. Shut the fuck up. Pretty cool, eh? What? Say anything on the back? Pretty cool, though. I like Rory better than Daniel. That's oh. inappropriate. It's my handwriting. <laughs> Wait, why did you write this? <laughs> to my dearest pen What a weird power move. Sending you a heartfelt thank you for the endless laughs you've welcome to my life, especially during some trying times. I'm currently going through a separation, which in and of itself is hard enough. A seven-year-old daughter is involved. Mm. In addition to the separation, I will also have to give up my flower farm and florist business, a dream and passion of mine oh. that has brought me immense joy. It's a dumpster fire of a double whammy. What advice do you have for someone facing a huge amount of uncertainty in the recreation of their midlife? P.S. I feel like this is going to... Yep. <laughs> Let me guess it. What's your favorite brand of cinnamon rolls? <laughs> <laughs> Mine is Annie's. I don't know if you guys have been doing the Annie's mac and cheese. This or is not a Annie's. It's like immaculate something. Such good. They give you five. Five big ones instead of the Pillsbury eight smaller ones. What is it? It's so good. I'll I'll figure it out. Is it mac and cheese? No, and you know I, I thought the brand was Annie's. I don't oh. think it is, but Annie's does the mac and cheese. The cinnamon roll brand oh. is like immaculate something. I don't remember okay. what it is. It, it could. I don't know what it is. Immaculate cineception. So good. Cineception. P- P- Favorite Nolan movie. Not mine too. <laughs> cineception. P.S. So I lived stupid. with the grandson of the founders of Tombstone Pizza. And his girlfriend in college for a short while in a golfing community. That's pretty fun. He was a semi-pro golfer at one point, snow-nose bumper, and legit nutcase. Snow-nose bumper. The couple had an African... Cocaine, Lissa. The couple... Yeah, that makes sense. That's her her handle on Instagram. Snow-nose, but but she tried to act confused now to like throw off the scent. Oh, I was going cocaine, Lissa. Cocaine, Lissa. (laughs) The couple... (laughs) It's actually, actually, pun intended, on the nose. Yeah, and in it. The couple had an African gray parrot who mimicked everything. I would think they were in the living room fighting, and it was actually just the parrot. Ugh. He, the grandson, also taught the parrot to yell shank every time a golfer would come by their house, which is actually pretty funny. PSS, 
Daniel, excited to see you perform in Raleigh in October. Would love to show you around town if you're interested or available. All my breath, all my best, M. All my breasts. All my breasts. All my breasts. Woman from Total What is Total the purpose Recall. of the parrot? Just to mock us? I mean, owning uh, owning anything indoors that's supposed to fly is already. But what? Like the when they're like, oh, this parrot can like. I mean, I have the 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 level of impressive that parrots truly are in terms of their mimicry is far more impressive than I think a lot of the TikToks or anything. I, in Australia, I was at the zoo, and I mean, you walk under these parrots, and whatever you said, in whatever accent, in whatever way, the parrot I've never experienced this. The parrot then would repeat it in a way. Where even you just not going, I've never even experienced this. Suddenly we'd be set up there, and somebody go, Daniel, like you would be like, no How are you? way, yes, yes. And I mean, that's what I can't understand. What in the fuck is the parrot? I, one, I agree. Why birds? What are we doing? Come on, get out Come of here. Come on, down here. But the parrot, I just don't understand it. I don't understand the parrot. Sorry to become Jerry Seinfeld just then, but I just don't understand the parrot. What? <laughs> what is the? What's the deal with the parrot? Evolutional. Uh, reasoning I don't know. for a parrot to mimic. I don't know. But I have seen it at such a level that it's... It could do an it, impression It's like of a magic you. trick you just saw. Yes. Yes. Really? And I mean, even say more than you... Like, you want to probably want to... Like, it, you That's usually, the one. I right? mean, a sentence. We were like, what the fuck? You would go, what the fuck? Yes. It, would he- it hears it and it's immediately right. It's almost like... It's almost like a robot. Like it can immediately hit the pitch and the tone and the delivery and like just us say it. singing. Yes. Wow. The way we sing exactly like Whitney Houston. Wow. Yes. Instantly. I didn't. I honestly, to God, did not know that. It's crazy. Can you imagine living with the heir to the Tombstone Pizza Foundation thing, <sighs> company corporation? Is it at a time when like you're you're just getting like all these tombstones, or is this like pre making it like pre big time like like. Well, I guess if this is the grandkids, this person lived is in like, college. Yeah, yeah, they they've already hit it big. Because tombstones have been around since what mid eighties. M's is like mid to late eighties. When did tombstone? I, if let's guess, I think late eighties. Pick one. That's when I can kind of remember. Eighty seven. I'm gonna go seventy seven. Oh, Lisa, tombstone pizza. Wait, are you going to guess or are you going to look it up? Because I thought you'd up. look it. It did seem like you were about to guess. It though. also seemed to me that you were like, you guys are recording? <laughs> you did have a look on your face like, oh, is this the show? Yeah. Now, granted, look, I'm willing to concede. At a lot of moments in time, I don't know if this is the show. <laughs> oh. What did you say? I said 87. No, make her say what we said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no. 87, 77? Yeah. yeah. 1962. Wow. Ooh. That is very but is 19, impressive. Is 1962 be like we open up a little pizza shop, you know, and then it's yeah. like. Yeah. So I'm like wondering when did the pizza Oh, when did it become, okay. hey. Tombstone like, was founded. Yeah. Nationally Keep this in your house. Yeah, yeah. Tombstone was founded in Medford, Wisconsin oh. by a couple of brothers. Medford, the name Wisconsin. came from the Tombstone Tavern, a tavern owned by the brothers, which was located across from Do a you cemetery. Think it's still standing? 
the Tombstone Tavern. But interesting. Zero idea. In 1968, the Tombstone Pizza Company became a wholly owned but freestanding division of Kraft. Yeah. They so sold, that's when they it. Sold their what a great example. What a great example we just talked about. Yeah. Kraft. I'll take that. Yeah. Capitalism. Yeah. So 68. And you're going to sell. Kraft's like, you You don't want $50 million? Like, All right. I'll take it. Right. Why? I want this parrot that I know costs a million. <laughs> Have you heard these things? <laughs> There's a part of me that hopes they took the 50 million and we're like, let's open another pizza shop. What do you got to do? We don't have to keep worrying. What do you want to call it? Did, what did this blow it. your mind? Like, what do we call it? They go, DiGiorno's. And you're like, oh my, like your head would explode. And I go, is it, is it delivered? And you go, you'll think it. That, you'll think it. We're still working on the slogan, but it's right. called, is it delivery? You'll think you'll, it. You'll, you'll wonder. You'll think, wrong again. It's called, is it delivery? Wrong again. Right. Like, what were they wrong about the first time? That's it's the issue with the slogan we right now. We're working it out. There isn't a first wrong thing. Right. <laughs> you sure we shouldn't go with DuJour, yes? <laughs> no, like, it just doesn't sound Italian. That's the issue. Right. Um. Okay. That's all your fault, M, for derailing us in such Thanks a Thanks a lot, M. I know. You're going through a separation. Dumpster fire, double whammy, kid involved. What advice do you have to someone facing a huge amount of uncertainty in the recreation of their midlife? I, I'd say us at the beginning of this. Sometimes you just, the lights are off and you got to slowly feel your way. Don't. Yeah. I don't know. Don't put that yourself on a clock to find that switch. I don't know there that they're. The, the, I'll try to offer this. Um, while it is a double whammy of a shitstorm and it's labeled as negative, you know, don't forget that this is the, the, pursuit the of separation happiness. is 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 maybe the beginning of of better. Yeah. And you just go, oh, oh my god, it's it's this is massive change, and More so that's better. bad and, and negative and because it's hard and hurts. And yes, Scary. I understand the seven year old, and I I I. I my heart breaks because you don't want that. And it wasn't the plan. Right. However, I would say that it doesn't mean that it isn't the best, absolutely Dr. Strange sitting there going, what are the different scenarios? Mm -hmm. There's a chance this is the best scenario that the separation, divorce, whatever. And not even just for is you. Is meant to happen. For, for them. For them. For hopefully you. Yes. And ultimately, let's really... For the kid, too. That's what I mean. For, like, for everybody involved. Hope, everyone involved goes, this was the right thing, and we handled it right, and we handled it with grace. and, and Even if sometimes best, you're the only one with grace? Yeah, and we did it the best way we could possibly do it. I think, look, it, obviously we have the convenience of sitting on the outside of this, mm -hmm. so we get to describe it that way. But yeah, as two people who have no dog in the fight, you know, and gone don't, through horrible breakups. Don't forget that it can be, it can be positive and it can be right and it can be good. But also, you can't like this is your to your point. This has been in my head since your movie. This is your story. Your story is this. You can't change Thanks, it. It's just what it is. And so, you can't go. Oh, but I wanted my story to be something else. Then it would have been something else. Right. This is what it actually is. And so. I say all this to say, don't allow it to defeat you because you think it should be. It, it's it's in movies and TV shows and in on the outset negative. It doesn't mean it necessarily is. It's potentially just necessary mm -hmm. in order for you to get to better and great. 
There is a world where a year from now you go, fuck, I've never been happier. Right. Don't think that that can't happen just because the story is no longer what you thought it was going to be. I've never even had the, even if you are still Don, you've never had more opportunity for happiness. Yeah. And I think that like, I'm sure I'm not thinking of every Doctor Strange scenario, but I think no matter what way you categorize what's happening to you or why you're doing it, the the positivity is always there. It's either the yeah. opposite of what you're saying or why you're saying it. So if you're like, hey, we're I'm we're getting separated because I really want to be happy. And this sucks and it is scary and it is hard, but I am doing this because I really want to be happy. Or we are getting separated because I don't want to be treated like that anymore. Which yeah. means yeah. the 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 inverse of that is because I wanna be happy. Yeah. So it's like you're so right, dude, that it's just, you know, I've been through really bad breakups. There's just times you just feel like you just, what is the other side of this? And what the fuck is going to happen to me? And where am I going to land? Where am I going to go? And, you know, all of that. And it's scary as fuck. But it's all in the pursuit of, like you said, of a year from now being like, you don't know. man. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. You yeah. Know? And I think... uh I think also not knowing the all of the variables of this separation. I don't think any are described. Yeah, unless right? you got reverse parent trapped and the seven-year-old made you guys separate. No, that's right. But in this, you know, you're not calling anyone out, and maybe you haven't been called out. So I don't know the variables, but just as a side dish of something to consider, this is maybe a great opportunity to step back and really self-reflect and self-analyze and and really hold yourself accountable if you mm-hmm. feel like it sh- you should be in for whatever reason. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, yeah, like are you, if, are, you to, if you're partly to blame, take you yeah, can say I you have are. to take ownership of the things that I did. Yes. Why? So that I can be happier. Yes. And if they're partly to blame, obviously that's their mission to do that. But just saying, you know, this is a time to go. Who can I, who, who am I, who do I want to be and who can I become Mm -hmm. and, and actually see the change as something that is difficult, but doesn't, that doesn't mean it's negative. Difficult does not mean negative. Um, it, they get associated because nobody likes the word difficult. Nobody likes the word hard, but these are the things that oftentimes lead you to fulfillment and, a better place. It uh, you just don't end up there. Is it weird for me to say that the things yes it's that weird. are really rewarding taste all that much sweeter based on how difficult they were to get there? Now you're turning it into a food thing. So you want us to eat our feelings? Dude, That's just, wrong, Daniel. Have you had true fruit? I've only when I went to the cabin. Daniel made me a tombstone pizza with peanut butter and jelly on it, and he goes, "I eat this when I'm sad." <laughs> <laughs> And I, was and I crumple to, Oreos on top, and, and I'm like, Daniel, I'm worried happier. about your health. I was trying to be happier. <laughs> Daniel, I would like to test your and cholesterol. You're like, I can't get this down. I go, it's difficult to get down, but when you do, it's going to taste That's all that That's why much I'm better. making these chocolate milkshakes. I was like, Daniel, this is not You want good. cheese in yours? I put cheese in mine. Then he just cheese whizzed his mouth and chugged a and chocolate like, milkshake, and it was the fourth time we watched Spring Break. Um, to be happier. But I... I I have nothing else to offer other than uh, I. Oh, you're good. I really wish you the best. I mean, Same. that's that's tough. It's a tough space that you're in for sure. Yeah. My heart goes out to you and to your child. But again, in uh, in uh, an episode recently, we talked about perception. Don't forget, you're in charge of 
of your perception. And you don't need to falsely spin things to be positive. I don't love it when people do that either Mm -hmm. because it's almost like you're avoiding the negative and you're avoiding dealing with something you need to deal with. Don't just turn things positive just to do it. But don't assume that this isn't the path to positive because it very well could be. You're not meant to know it. If you knew your story already right now, what would be the fucking point of this life? Yeah. I mean, the last thing I'll say is even you said you lost your business too, and the dream and a passion. Look, this is, you want to talk about easier said than done. You can rebuild that. Maybe you'll in doing it, find out you, you want to do something else. Just Mm. go, go where the happiness is for you. And even Mm. if it's by process of elimination, as long as you're being kind Mm. to yourself and your kid. Okay. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals. Daniel Van Kirk and Roy Van Scoble. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.